Fuck it. I don't know. The point is, I love my wife. She has a beautiful voice. I, 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 will, I will miss her chattering when she's gone. Not that she's leaving. Not that I'm... Her chattering? Did you I'm... just refer to your wife talking as chattering? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I did. I'm going to say it with confidence. I did, because sometimes it sounds like chattering. And I'm sure that I'm, I chatter just as much as she does. Look, man, let's talk about your tattoo. Tell me about more tell me more about your anniversary gift. <laughs> Good segue. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. How was your anniversary? Uh, it, was, it was good. Um, you know, this, we, is, this, this is number four, our fourth anniversary. Four. Yep, so we, we stayed in. Um, we, we did what we normally do. You know, I, I can't even remember like what, I guess we've gone out for like dinner yeah, and, yeah. and shit before. Um, but yeah, we, we, we stayed in, Katie got a, a hankering for, uh, hub 51 nachos. Cause she used to okay. work at hub 51 and like every now and again, she gets this like insane craving for the, the food nachos. of hub 51. So it's like, yeah, man, order that shit up. So we ordered Hub 51. Um, and then we, you know, had a few glasses of uh, wine and uh, you know, a little bit of Johnny Walker Blue label that we got. You know, that Johnny Walker Blue, we got a special bottle engraved. That was our something blue for our wedding. So like every anniversary, we have a little sip. Nice. And then we went through our wedding box. You know, we looked through the pictures and all the other shit that came with it and we read our vows again to each other, you know, just kind of like revisit. Oh, wow. the so whole. So you did, you, you did the whole revisitation. Yeah. yeah and we do that. We do that every year, which is nice. Well, and do, every, do, do you pay attention to the, like the recommended, like, you know, it's like they say that every anniversary has like a material that you're supposed to, like there's the cotton anniversary yes. and like the fifth is the wood anniversary and all that shit. Do you guys pay attention to that stuff? I pay attention to it. Only once have I followed through on it. And that was the okay. first year, which I think the first anniversary is paper because I got a, um, I made a, a a book, a picture book from Artifact Uprising. You know, you just send in your pictures and they make you a nice book um, of, the, you know, the, the year that was. And that was the paper gift. But I've done that every year since because it's a really cool way. Like, here's the year. It's a nice, you know, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Uh, but this year, our fourth year was linen, silk, or appliances. Appliances yes. is a modern one. So I wrote it down, yeah. but I was like, I don't... I, Nah, we don't need more shit. shit. See, we actually try to do that. We try to, I mean, like, we've done paper, we did the cotton, we did the wood. Yeah. I mean, like, last year, last year the wood was, uh, she, she's been wanting a gong. I mean, here's the quick story, is that when we first got together, she wanted a gong, so I was going to buy her a gong, right? Like a it's, gong from, like, 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 a, like a gong, like, like a musical, like a musical instrument gong, yeah, like a gong. Like, suck it to me, baby, the gong yeah. show. Like a gong, gong. yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I was going to go buy her a gong, and so we go to this music store in Chicago, and I, I see a gong I can afford, and she <laughs> does not want the gong I can afford. She wants the fucking gong the size of a like a Volkswagen Rabbit 
yeah. um, that cost $5,000. I went, oh. And I was really disappointed because I was really hoping to get her the gong. Anyway. Well, she wants a gong that gongs, not a gong that dings. Exactly. Yeah. So this last, uh, last anniversary was uh, the fifth, and it was wood. And so I found this really nice uh, Japanese smaller gong. But it's basically a, a wind chime. You know, you hang it outside, and it's got a lot of really nice ornate wood to it. So that was the wood gift, yeah. There are so many childish dick jokes wrapped in all of what you just said. Oh, I know, I know. Did and you, I, I, I can I'm see like, it on I'm your over, face. I'm overwhelmed with the dick the jokes. The wood, I, yeah. the wood jokes, yeah. The, the wood, wood the gong, the dong, the Japanese is smaller, the... Yeah, it's, it's a whole... Anyway, um, I'll... I'll write those jokes out and they'll be in show notes. There you go. Show notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got, and she got me this, this sweater, the sweater, the sweatshirt that I'm talking to you about earlier. Um, Your 1985 Benetton sweater. Yeah. Cause it's our wedding. It's our wedding colors. It's a, like a slate blue. You have wedding colors. Sp- I mean, I guess we had wedding colors, black yeah. and blue. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we had, you know, there was because a she theme beats to the me. wedding, but right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, this was like, and I never realized the, like she, when she's pointed it out to me, I was like, oh yeah, those were the colors of our, you know, our tablecloths and the napkins and the fuck it, whatever else we had. I don't know. Uh, All that stuff. All the forks. stuff. I'm sure there were forks there. I don't know. Yeah. We got married in Las Vegas. So we had a drunk turtle marry us in a, in a, in the chapel of the bill. So there weren't a drunk turtle. Well, the guy, the guy that married us was he. I mean, he was like he a, was a drunk know, turtle. Fuck it. it he was, was <laughs> he was well. He was a guy. He was a guy that uh, was you know that was a, you go to yeah. Chapel of Bells and they yeah. give you the minister, which is not really a minister. He's the guy that's got like his universe. I don't know what mm-hmm. his credentials are, but this guy was sort of like I'm trying to think of a character. I mean, he basically just didn't really have much of a neck. And he was sort of like this myrony. <laughs> he looked like he looked like the what's what's the science character in The Simpsons. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Yeah, like, I can't think like of his the name. Like yeah. the little tiny head, yeah. it kind of looked like a turtle. And you could smell, while he was giving the like the, the service, you could smell the fucking whiskey on his breath. This oh, that's guy was awesome. plowed. Yeah. So, yeah, it was Las Vegas, you know? Yeah. I mean, we got married between a, 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 a gun... A gun slash strip bar at a liquor and a, store. And a I mean, this, oh, the, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it was like it was the perfect wedding in that respect. But there yeah. was no like colors of uh, there were no there were no napkins. There no, were no colors like, of Benetton. There were no yeah. table placements. None of that bullshit. So yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just I, it just dawned on me that as we record this uh, the evening of September seventeenth, this is Rory Zacker and Kelly Labanco's. Birth, or, uh, yes, wedding anniversary. Their, their wedding anniversary. So happy anniversary, Kelly and Rory. I know that uh, that David uh, split his pants. I didn't just split them. I blew those things out. Yeah, you blew them the fuck out. Yeah, and and you basically you had invited Dane and I to crash his wedding reception, which we did. Well, hang on, I didn't invite you to do it. I think it was you guys floated the idea like, hey, would Rory mind? And I said, probably not. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I, however, it was we crashed his wedding reception and ate the food, and you and Dana danced very aggressively. We danced drunk. hard. Yeah. And at one at one point, your mom comes over to me because my mom was a wedding planner for the, for the yeah, she was. wedding. Yeah. And and, and she was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, yeah, um, yeah. David is is really getting out of hand. Do you think you could? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you could get him to calm down. I said, no. I said, that's that's really not our relationship. And she said, well, your wife is is kind of getting out of hand as well. Could you do something about that? I said, no, no, that's not really our relationship. <laughs> yeah, Dana and I really are, in many ways, each other's spirit animal. Yes, there is an insanity to it. It's sort of yeah. basically, you're, you're both basically like slightly dangerous Looney Tunes characters. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, especially... At a wedding with music and drinking. Yeah. It's going to yeah, happen I, And I way. split, the, that, the pants that I split were the, the custom just made. R- just like blew them the oh, fuck dude. out, man. Just your dude. ass was just hanging, man. That was, those are the, that was the suit that I wore to my wedding. I think the year before. Yeah, it must have been the year before. Um, it's and so funny. It, it wasn't an insanely expensive suit, but it wasn't cheap. But, it, you know, Kate and I figured, fucking buy it, like... It's a wedding. Buy a nice fucking suit. You'll have it for a long time. Yeah. It's fitted, like, you know, tailored. Wow. Right? So I wore it to Rory's wedding because it was, I was officiating. It's a great suit. And I, yeah, we just, we danced hard. And that the, when I split them, I was, I don't know why, but maybe we we're doing a dirty dancing reenactment thing. I don't know. But I lifted Rory up. And Rory's not a, He's a small big dude. dude. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. And... I just I, I hulked the fuck out in those pants. They just split I, wide open, and not, oh, along, I I not along the seam. I mean, I no, blew out. No, I, I was there. It, they were. I mean, they exploded. There was it, no question about it. And I was bummed because that was an expensive, nice suit. So I called the you know the, the the tailor, and I sent them pictures of it. I was like, hey, I went a little hard on the dance floor. Is there any way you can repair these? And the guy goes. You didn't split them in the seams. I go, no, no, no. I, I blew them out, right? You're right. Yeah, this is not an easy fix. I understand that. Basically, I'm asking, can you rebuild them or just build me new ones? Like, I'll obviously pay for it. And he goes, yeah, I checked with the supplier. <laughs> that, uh, that material doesn't exist anymore. Well, there you go. And I said, are you telling me that, that I just, like, I ruined a, a fossil material? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> We're out of oil. Sorry. There you go. All gone. All <laughs> my, gone. My next suit, I mean, this is the lesson I learned, is that my next suit will be entirely wind-powered. That's because it's That's renewable. Renewable energy Because it's energy renewable suits. energy. I like it. I like it. Yeah, for our anniversary this year. Yeah, you guys, is, what, what the, were your gifts? What are, what are well, six years? Well, the thing about it was the fucking six years is iron oh. and candy. Okay, so you get a weird. box. You get a box of candy, and sh- you guys iron each other's clothes. Well, this is the thing is we, st- I, you know, and she was kind of hung up on it. I mean, when we were in Reno, we kind of took because usually what we do is we don't, you know, like do a dinner. We go someplace. Mm-hmm. So for five years, we've been to Paris. We've been to London. We've been to uh, where Traverse City. Michigan, you know, I mean, we we mm-hmm. go places, and so basically, it was either international I or that. Michigan. I, I when it was we fun. first got married, I said to Katie, like for anniversary gifts, oh, let's we not were, buy each other shit. Let's we just, were in Saugatuck, yeah, having our anniversary when you guys got married, and over, that was when, that, right? And you and I had like first started like really, yeah, hanging out and like we we're just starting Literate Ape, and yeah, yeah, I was like dude, come, come on, on over. By. And we were just having too much fun, yeah. just the two of us, so we just didn't bother to, to drive out there. But uh, it is, it's we funny because I will, <laughs> as, as I think about my wedding, there are, you know, moments that I will, that are just always right there at the top. Oh, absolutely. And one of those moments is that, <laughs> is that Don and Dana did not show up. 
Okay, there you go. And well, I wasn't disappointed about it. It was just like, wouldn't that be fucking cool? Like, because yeah. the whole point of this, my wedding was like, let's all party with everybody we know and love. Yeah, yeah. Except you listening. Fuck you. Fuck you, you assholes. Uh, uh, yeah, so what we yeah. ended up doing, what I always like to do, uh, and that's the thing is we've had this conversation. Dana's not big on the, hey, let's have a nice big meal. Yeah. Um, like, you know, and I love, that's like a marker of like a special occasion. You should go eat at a nice restaurant, this kind of thing. So we don't yeah. always do that. So we planned on, basically, this was sort of like, because uh, she was in, she was in uh, Pennsylvania for two weeks. Right. And so, and she was getting our, our anniversaries on the 12th. Um, and I was working on the 12th at the mm-hmm. casino. Mm-hmm. So she got back on the 9th. That was my day off. So when she got back, which was very, that, that story is very funny because she was supposed to get back on the evening of the 8th, but she, it's the Detroit airport is huge. Yeah. They had told her that her flight was going to be delayed. So she just decided to explore the Detroit airport oh, and then, and then her flight, <laughs> then her flight. And so she ran all the way down the fucking length of the fucking like nine, home nine alone mile. running. Yeah. Home alone running all the run, way. Run, and Rudolph. Got, got yeah. to the, got to the, the gate just as her plane was departing. Yeah. So she missed her flight. So she ended up getting a hotel right there on the, oh, at, at the see, airport. See, and that's got, where Dan got and I the next day. In all of our similarities, I would check. Yeah. I would oh, check yeah. the gate first and then be like, well, all right, now I'll go fuck around. Yeah. That's what she has me for because I'm the guy right. that I don't give a shit if we're nine hours layover. I'm going to sit in that fucking, I'm sitting there. I'm going to get oh. some Starbucks. I'm gonna, that's when I'm that asshole. Oh, yeah, you're lame. So that, yeah. well, no, I'm not lame. I'm the anchor so that she can go explore stuff. And then when it looks like we're getting ready to board, I can text her and she can come back. Anchors because, are fucking lame. Well, you can say anchors are lame until you need one and miss your fucking flight. And then anchors yeah, well. aren't so goddamn lame. Anyway, so anyway, she came in. Well, what I did was I couldn't find a fight. In fact, I found one thing that was iron. There's a place here in Vegas. It's called Artistic Ironworks. And I went over there and did a little shopping. And I found, I didn't have the money at the time, but I found this. This is you know, in the you, airport. No, no, no. This is here in Vegas. Oh, okay, sorry. What I was buying, okay. I was looking for an iron gift. Oh, you gotcha, know? gotcha, I mean, gotcha, yep, yep, candy, sorry. Candy's fucking easy. So I'm looking for an iron gift. So I go to this artistic ironworks, and I'm looking well, through on, all of the showroom. Well, hang on, let me stop you there. What, candy's easy. What kind of candy does she like? Chocolate, that's easy. Just, that's, just I, general across the board. She just loves okay. fucking chocolate. You know, okay, that's, gotcha. that's, that's the thing. Right, that is and so, that I man okay. is easy. So yeah. the iron thing was really kind of like, Consuming me, so I found this iron, and we—it's on Main Street uh, downtown Las Vegas. So I went over there. They had hours, opening hours, in COVID. So I went in and I walk around, and they've got like iron doors that are ornate and all this, but they've also got like lots of little weird statues. And they—I found an iron raccoon. Because my wife is a trash panda, she, right? And I thought, okay. And it was only, it was maybe, uh, maybe it was 10 inches tall. You know what I mean? And I thought, given our year here in Vegas and her resource allocation uh, profession, that I thought a little, well, so I asked them, I said, I don't have the cash right now. I don't have the money right now. But if I come back in a couple oh of days, uh, would you hold on to this for me? Because I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I didn't have the money at the time. I hadn't been paid, so I was like, "Can you just hang on to this? Because I really want this." The yeah. guy said, "Yeah," and I left. And I went, "Okay, I found it." I went back a couple days later when I had money, and they'd fucking sold it already. And no. I was like, "God damn it!" 
So there was no iron thing. So oh, I ended up going fuck. to Total That's Wine. Perfect. I go to Total Wine. I buy her like four bottles of fairly not not the highest, not like eighty dollar bottles of Merlot. Yeah. But like thirty dollars a bottle. You know, because usually when I get her Merlot, it's shitty Merlot because she's you know she's fine. She's a you trash know, so I got, What does she care? So, so I got her some decent, like four really good bottles of Merlot, a great big bottle of New Amsterdam vodka, um, some really nice chocolates, and a Bloody Mary kit because it was there. And I thought, oh, that's fucking cool. And she loves Bloody Mary, and I got her vodka, right? Yeah. yeah. So when she, and, and then two bouquets of flowers so that when she came in from the airport, there was this nice little uh, thing. So yeah. that was the first thing. Her gift to me was that she was going to get me a tattoo and then H- we hang on get... a second hang on one second we need to go back right. to, the, to the iron trash panda well, the because, iron raccoon because there's iron in the needle anyway go ahead yeah, well, yeah but was this raccoon this iron raccoon that was lost that they should have yeah. saved for you is this something that they make? Like, can you keep an eye on that for when it's back in stock? is this well, a thing? The, because the thing Dana is, needs the fucking iron raccoon well, yeah, the, the thing is, it's it's not in stock because this is a an artistic thing. So the artists make individual pieces okay. and then they sell them. Yeah. So my guess is, you know, it's probably not like a whole bunch of these specific. It's not like this is a, a you know, a, a factory made panda. This was just like our, our raccoon. This was like a, an artistic piece. He had a big, sort of like a big iron face, and then his body and his little hands out. You know, and he was kind of standing up yeah. on his back legs, and it was cool. Big, big iron tail, you know, and it was like that was kind of fun. But uh, yeah, so that didn't happen. So I did that. Oh, damn it. So then, so then we decided, you know, so it's like, all right, I've got to work. So we had a nice, we had a nice morning on our anniversary. We just hung out and we talked and loved on each other. It was good. So that was fun. But then the idea was then that she was going to get me a tattoo. And and that was the thing is, is we we're going to put the tattoo on my right shoulder on the back, so it's not something I'm going to see very often. And <laughs> one of the things I realized, well, one of the things I realized was, um, I was in Chicago for 30 years. Yeah, I ain't coming back. I mean, it's not like I hate Chicago. It's just like I got other stuff to do, and I did. Yeah. I did 30 fucking years in Chicago. I'm good. Yeah. Right. I got my Chicago street cred nailed down. Right. But right. I don't have a tattoo. I mean, I've got all these tattoos. I've got ten tattoos that are... Uh, nine of them are basically quotes from authors that I respect or that kind of thing and that, that represent ideas. I've got, you know, The Literate Ape. Mm-hmm. You know, York sitting on the book. I love that one that we got. I got that when you that got was, the dog. Yep, yep. And I didn't have a Chicago tattoo. So we got to talking about it. And we both agreed I didn't want to get a standard... Because all the Chicago tattoos, if you go online and look at Chicago tattoos... Uh. They all look the fucking same. It's all either the flag, or it's the skyline, or it's the word Chicago with like each letter is a, a sports team. You're like the, oh, bullshit. The stars are like the logos of the teams yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Or the stuff. Chicago is so, the skyline. Yeah, it's yeah. So she yeah. she had yeah. this really cool idea, and I hadn't even thought about it because I don't think in 30 years I ever bothered to look at the city seal of Chicago. Yeah, but on the city seal of of Chicago, there are a number of little things on the city seal. But one of them is a baby in an oyster shell. And I looked that up, and it basically what it was is at one point when they started the city, Chicago was known as the Pearl of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So they put this baby in this oyster, you know, shell, and that was part. Of it. So she wanted to kind of 
do that. She wanted to have three Chicago stars, the six-pointed red stars, as um, representative of my 30 years. So each one was a decade. Okay. You know? How were those, like, around the... Because I haven't seen the finished well, product. You know, so, yeah. you know okay. it, 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 and, and so, yeah, so... Uh, I think we should she, pause for a minute and, and explain... So you explain the baby, but the Chicago stars, like, what those... What those mean for the listeners that aren't Chicago? Well, for the listeners, sure, they I don't I I couldn't even tell you what they actually I represent. Can. They represent. All right, thank you. Tell us, tell us, uh, oh, Chicago history. So there are four stars, um, and they represent. Oh shit! Hang oh, on so a you don't know? No, 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 Hang on, no, I got this. I, yeah, okay. I got everybody, this everybody in the in listening land, he's I, like, yeah, I know this, and then he starts typing in Google. I got it. I no, got no, no, no. That's not what I was. I was typing, but that's not what I was typing. I was, uh-huh. li- I was actually typing Iron Raccoon because I want to. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Iron Raccoon. Uh, is so a I'm good gonna thing. try and do this from memory. So the four, so the Chicago flag is a white flag with two blue lines yep. running parallel, and then in between those blue lines are the four star, four red stars, six pointed. Six-pointed stars. stars, which is or, remarkable given that Vegas have six-pointed stars, but the only difference is, is in Vegas, the six-pointed stars, the top. The, the vertical are quite a bit longer. That's about it. Oh, really? I didn't... Okay. Yeah. Well, the only uh, reason I knew that was when we were doing Bug House and I was trying to dis- delineate the difference between a Chicago show and a Vegas show. And I realized, oh, it's exactly the same red star. Oh, that's except funny. Vegas, Vegas says the, the, the center point on the star are both like twice as long. That's it. That's the oh, only difference. Interesting. So yeah. I believe that the, the two blue lines are the two branches of the Chicago River. Sure. They similar to the Chicago River. Uh, the four stars. I know there's something about the six points of each star. I don't know what that means. I yeah, it's too specific. But the the four stars are Fort Dearborn, the Chicago Fire of 1871. I think is when it was. Uh, the the World's Fair. Okay. And oh fuck. The Columbian Exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Columbian Exposition. Fort Dearborn, the fire, and Rahm Emanuel, uh, and, and Rahm. Yep, <laughs> and Rahm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fourth one is. Anyway, all I right. Know. So okay. So, anyway, so, so she's ele- she these elements of Chicago that she's pulled from. Yeah, yeah. And then cool. and then and then it's you know the 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 baby in the half shell kind of thing is in this, baby in a half like, shell. Yeah, it, turtle power. Baby in a half shell. Yeah. Um, is in on this on this cloud bank. Mm-hmm. And then it's surrounded by this, the light blue of, you know, it's like the, the, the I don't even know if it's periwinkle blue, just light blue, sky blue <laughs> okay. of the yeah. fucking Chicago line, right? Yeah. And so that was the idea. Yeah. So, and then what we planned on. So this we was a colored, go, this was a colored tattoo. Oh, yes. Yeah, the first colored tattoo I have. You yeah, know, I was I mean, going to say, because you're a, all. On my Bukowski, I've got a little bit of color because the guy convinced me he wanted to do a fucking candle with a flame. And, and, he, and I let him make the flame color. Let me see that because I don't remember that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Minim- that's minimal though. Yeah, it's minimal, okay. minimal color. So this is a full color, fucking tattoo. God, you're a fucking pushover. You know. Hey, here's but, here's your here's your body. I'm gonna put some permanent shit on it. Not your idea, but come on, let's light it up. W- well, you know, and 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 it's the one tattoo that I have, and this goes into you talking about you getting another tattoo. The one tattoo that I have that I really actually don't like. Okay. Is my is my Bukowski because if you look really closely at it, 
unless you know what the phrase is, you don't know what the fucking phrase is because there's this goddamn candle stuck in the fucking middle of it that messes the words up. So did you design that or did he? No, he designed it. Every other tattoo I've got on me, I designed. So why were you okay with him doing that? Did he? Did you not get approval before? I know. He... I just well, I liked him, and I was sort of like, all right, you know me. Sometimes I'm just like, all right, go for the risk, and if I'm if I'm just gonna go with it. Then I've I've ceded all control. I'm gonna let him do his thing. Damn, and buddy. And at the end of it, I was like, Yeah, all right, that's cool. But gee. But I feel like a tattoo uh, is kind of a thing that you should not dude, just like ah fucking oh, run with it. Oh, really? Like sort of maybe moving to Las Vegas with no job? Yeah, I, mean, I see your point. Very I see your different. point. Very no. different. Like asking a woman to marry you on the third date? Yeah, I, I see your very point. Very different. No, no it's not it's different. Ve- of course, it's different. Don, same you've, thing. You've been through two divorces. You could yeah. have a third. Uh, See, you I, can you can leave Las Vegas and go to Traverse City, Michigan, and, or and back if to I Chicago, want, or I, whatever. I can have this removed. I can have this tattoo removed. That's they have tattoo removals. You can totally remove tattoos. Yeah, but I feel like divorces are easier than tattoo removal. Having not divorce, had either. Okay, I'm going to tell you from my own personal experience, divorce is far more difficult than a tattoo removal. You know, it's funny you bring that up because Rory and I were talking today about. Uh, about divorce oh god this is not a good conversation for you and rory to have just after your fucking anniversaries he said i said happy anniversary he said thank you and thank you again for marrying us uh i said other than missing jawbreaker at riot fest it was my pleasure and an honor and he said do you think we'd be happier if we were both single now i said that's a great question really hard to say in the immediate yes in the long run probably not and he said, in the long run, me and you could go to Mexico together like Andy and Red and refurbish boats. And I said, then we'd be happier in the long run. Should we get a divorce? He said, sure, let's do it. I said, okay, my dad's going to do it. He goes, that's great. Uh, and that was, that was basically it. But yes, that was... Good God. Anyway, that um, was a story that went yeah, nowhere. No, but yeah, I, would not, I would not be happier. <laughs> I would not be happier no, I, uh, and I single. Be I, I love my wife too much. Um, yeah. And I count on her. She's, she, I mean, as much as I'm the anchor when it comes to the airport, she's her. She is, she is my anchor in a lot of other ways. We so each have our roles in the relationship. Exactly. And despite all the annoying bullshit of our personalities, yeah. I think a good marriage. Yeah, you and Rory can, can survive from everybody knowing their role in the marriage. Yeah, you, you and know? Rory fetishize your singlehood in a way that I just don't. So I get it. You and me both. Although I did, when I was walking Molly the other day, I did see a guy for the first time in a long time in Wicker Park walking down the street that was more punk than me. And I don't, I'm not that fucking punk. You're right? really like, not that punk. So yeah, so, that's not, that. Yeah. I mean, he could, he was wearing a pair of boots. Is that all you're saying? He was wearing Doc Martens. Yeah, he's um, wearing Doc Martens and, uh, and, and had a scowl. That makes him more punk than you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was listening to like some b-sides of dave matthews that's how punk sure. wicker park is now. wow like, it's just, jesus christ oh everybody my god. listens to their dave matthews on vinyl that's what oh god punk is now yeah and, and just on that on that level <laughs> on that level and, and we'll get to the tattoo story but in the tattoo parlor they had a playlist of sort of like everything from green day to jet to fucking sweet charlotte that just it was just like a parade of fucking white guy bands I think there was one female band in the entire thing. They every song started to sound the same, and I was on the fucking table for five fucking hours, 
So we heard this fucking playlist. It was only like a 45-minute playlist. I swear to God. God. I wanted to fucking poke my eyeballs out. Anyway, keep going. Evanston. So we're driving back from Evanston, and the house, like, we both fell in love with it right away. Um, But seeing it, it was immediately disappointing because the inside, it just hadn't been taken care of. The fucking foundation was, like, literally crumbling. And it was and it was way too much house for us. It was gigantic, and but anyway, so Katie has this thing when she gets like she, Katie's not a a talker. You know, she's she's kind of shy at first. It takes a while to get to know her and yeah. for her to find her comfort level. We're very different in that respect. Yeah, sure. Uh, but when Katie starts talking, sometimes she doesn't stop, and and then. Contrary to maybe popular belief, when I'm going to think, I don't like to talk things out. I want to just, despite my therapy that I go to every week and whatever these podcasts are, and I keep shit quiet. Katie just fucking goes. And I, so last night I was so, I, I couldn't have her talk anymore. I just couldn't hear it anymore. So I was like, I just, you need to. You need to stop talking. What was, what was the point of the story about I just needed my wife to stop talking? I, so love, I, I love my wife, but... I love my that's wife, how, but that's our however. That's how this conversation, this part of this story started. Was I love oh, my shit. wife? What was it? However, was, but there was a point. It wasn't just me bitching that she talked because I'm not bitching about that. It's fine, no. whatever. But ah, oh, fuck, I forgot the point because now I'm all I'm thinking about his bunkhouse. I know this is what I do. I fucking throw uh, a monkey wrench at everything. Fuck it. I don't know. The point is, I love my wife. She has a beautiful voice. I I I will, I will miss her chattering when she's gone. Not that she's leaving. Not that I'm her chattering. Did you just refer to your wife talking as chattering? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I did. I'm going to say that with confidence. I did, because sometimes it sounds like chattering. And I'm sure that I I chatter just as much as she does. Look, man, let's talk about your tattoo. Tell me about more. Tell me more about your anniversary gift. <laughs> Good segue. Five hours on the table. Go All right, on. So here's here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. Fuck is, was I going with any of this? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But Dana Dana says okay. So she designed. She she's not a she doesn't she's not a, a drawing artist. That's not her skill. She's got a lot of artistic skill, but drawing yeah. things is not the thing she does. Yeah. So. She's kind of got a sketch. So she decides a couple weeks ago, she goes to this basilica. She's just, she's picked out this tattoo because there's about 50 billion fucking tattoo parlors in Las Vegas. Shock. Right. So Wait, she, she goes finds, to a basilica? No, it's a tattoo parlor called The Basilica. Or oh, Basilica gotcha, gotcha, Tattoo. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And it, you know, and, she, and so she decides one day, she goes over to Tex Car, she goes over there to meet with an artist. Well, she meets with Mario. And she shows Mario what she wants. Mm hmm. And he kind of nods a whole lot, you know, and, and then she gives him $100, right? <laughs> to, like, and we hold set, the spot. Yeah, and so we yeah. set the appointment and all that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you look at Mario's Instagram, this guy is a brilliant tattooist. I mean, we are talking just details and these beautiful fucking roses and these goddamn, very painterly. They're just beautiful, mm. right? Like a lot of details that... Oh, Jesus like, okay. Christ. Yeah, just they're yeah. just gorgeous, right? Yeah. So Dana's thinking she's in pretty good hands. So the other day, where it's like, okay, 
We're going to go. This this is what our anniversary plan is. We're going to go get my tattoo. Now, the thing about it is I have sort of an, an, an image of how much time it's going to take, even though it's going to be a full color one, because Michael Palmer at Great Lakes Tattoo did yeah. the Litter and Ape tattoo. How long did that take? Yeah, About an hour. Okay, yeah. You know, about 20 minutes for him to kind of go, here's the idea, and him to render something for me to go, yeah, that's the right thing. And then, mm-hmm. like, an hour for him to actually put it. And there's a shitload. There's a, there's shit a lot. Load there's of, a lot of there detail in that. There is some serious yeah. detail, some very specific shading, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful fucking tattoo, Michael. Which, is, which so. is what makes, I think, and I'm selfishly pulling it for my story, but it's what makes my first tattoo story, I think, even better, is that he had just finished up this really ornate, beautiful tattoo on yeah. you and then did a fucking... Outline, line you know that he could have yeah. could have strapped the needle to his dick and so <laughs> exactly. yeah yeah so, so so anyway so so i i have in my mind we're gonna go in they're gonna talk for about 30 minutes because he spent some time with her idea and kind of sure. made some sketches this kind of thing yeah and uh, and this is her idea this is her perception too so what we're gonna do is it's probably gonna it's really gonna we're gonna get there at noon we're probably gonna get out of there by four o'clock Right. And then we're going to head home, maybe take a nap. I might need a nap because I've been on the table, you know, having somebody jab me with a fucking needle for a couple hours. You can't nap through that? Well, you're getting jabbed with a fucking needle. So actually I can. And I will tell you, I will get to that part of the story because I did. I did nap um, a little bit. Um, But uh, so this is our and then and then we got uh, reservations at eight o'clock at Hugo's Cellar. Which okay. is at Four Queens, Four Queens yeah. uh, Casino on Fremont Street, which is sort of old school. They yep. give every woman that comes in a rose, and that's you know. So that, oh, this will be fun, you know. This will be like old school because you know Vegas. That's great. So this is what we're gonna play. This is our plan. It's my day off. So we're gonna do. So we go there, and the first red flag is that uh, <laughs> is that Mario Mario hasn't worked on this at all. He hasn't even bothered to look at. So Dana's re-explaining her concept to him. Well, the problem is Mario didn't speak a fucking word of English. Now I'm not throwing him under the bus because I don't speak a word, a a lick of Spanish. So I, I, you know, it's not like he's a bad person because he didn't speak fucking English. But the communication gap, yeah, is 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 obvious. Now here's the other thing that we're I'm noticing is he's got an iPad and an Apple pencil, right? And this Uh is what he's taking his notes on, but he's not drawing anything you know he's taken the chicago stars from a template that we sent him and he's non non artists non illustrators sent him this that he's going off of it right okay well and the thing about it is i recognize from his so, so basically the process at noon becomes dana really um doing doing her level best to communicate exact because this is the thing she designed it does she speak any it, Spanish? No. Okay. And 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 my and that's what I told her. I said, really, ultimately, I completely trust her to 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 figure out the tattoo design because again, she's going to see it. It's on my back, so she's going to see it far more than I do when she's pegging so, you. Sure, when she's pegging me from behind, yeah. Um, so uh, no, there's no pegging in our relationship. Sorry. Oh, anyway, there will be. There you go. Maybe so. Why do you anyway, think she? Come on, dude. She's gonna wait. She's gonna wait until I'm filled with dementia and I can't remember one day from the next, and then she's just gonna take a big old dildo, strap on dildo, just fuck me in the ass, and the next day I won't remember because I'm demented and old. It won't be a dildo. It'll be a a broken broom handle. Okay, broken broom handle. Fine. Anyway, 
Um, so so that that's the first thing. So basically the process at noon is Dana really trying to communicate to this guy, him spending about 15, 20 minutes dicking around on this iPad, which I notice that he doesn't really know how to use the iPad very well. Oh, for fuck's I mean, sake. I mean, I mean, the stuff he's doing, and I'm not an yeah. iPad art, but I, I mean, I use an iPad every fucking day. This is my main computer, and I know I can do, there are certain things that I can, it's like, you're kind of not really doing this. I could show yeah. you how to do it, but you don't speak English, so what the fuck am I going to do? So I'm just going to stay out of it. So this process of her communicating, and I'm listening to her very clearly what she wants, but 20 minutes later, he shows her, and her going, no. No, that's not right. None of that is right. Let me show you what I want. And her explaining it again, and him coming 20 minutes, him dicking around, and then him coming back to her and going, no, I need this. So, okay, so the baby in in the oyster shell goes from a baby into an oyster shell to a little boy in a, like, clothed little boy in a clamshell. What? And Dana's, and I know, and Dana, and this, none of this is drawn. What? This is all sort of what? like stuff he's pulled from the fucking What was he internet. wearing? Did he like put a t-shirt on him or was he in Oshkosh, <laughs> no, it's like Bagash overalls? It, what was... it looks like a 1930s like uh, Boy Scout uniform kind of thing, right? Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. But anyway, so Dana's like really doing her best. As at one point I'm like, I because I, I'm not contributing because again... I'm leaving that Dana's got this idea and she's designing it. So I don't want to well, put my, you know. Yeah, and it's it's your body, not your choice. Yeah, so, but okay. ex- exactly. So I go out and I have a pipe. And while I'm having a pipe, I hear some squawk around the corner of the building. And Dana had asked me if I would walk around. She had some letters that she'd written while we were waiting that she wanted a mail. And so she said, if you see a mailbox. So I walk around the corner and there's Mario with like the entire staff of tattoo artists and they're all talking to Mario and looking at his iPad. So I get the sense that maybe Mario's kind of new that they're trying to help him, you know, that he's not the most experienced guy. So nervous, you know? And so I get that sense, but I'm like, all right, I trust that this is going to go fine. Well, jump cut. Let's put it this way. We were we were doing this for two fucking hours. Just the back two, and forth of the design. Just the back and forth to get the design right. He fi- It's not exactly... Okay, so we get to the point where it's not exactly what Dana wanted, but it's pretty damn close, and she likes it, and I thought it would look cool, and it's like, okay, we're going to do this. This is good, uh-huh. right? So now it's time for me to go into the knife, so to speak. So... Boom, boom, boom. Again, he doesn't say much because he doesn't speak any English. Yeah. Great. Fine. So we get it in there. He puts the, the onion skin on me, you know, yep. and Dana likes it and he likes it. And they talk about where they're going to do some of the outlines and they kind of go through a couple of things. At one point, she's like, wait a minute, the, the boy's hand, the boy's hand doesn't look right. It needs to do this. And the guy is basically in his broken English trying to explain to her that the hand won't make any difference. So... Then he lays me down on the table. Well, the thing about it is he has his his chair doesn't go completely flat. So I'm laying on the chair kind of at an angle, a backwards angle. It's not like because he's tattooing on my back. So this is not the most comfortable I've ever been. 
But I'm thinking, you know, oh, how bad can it? I you know see. what okay. I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, okay. it can't, and we got again, we got Sweet Charlotte playing over and fucking over with Green Day, over and over. So I'm laying there, and I I kind of get it so that I can put both my arms down over the sides of the thing, and I've got my neck, I've got my head turned away from him. I'm wearing my mask, you know, because yeah. we're social distancing, we're doing our 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 COVID shit. Yeah. And at one point, when he gets started, I kind of fall asleep. Okay. And I don't have a concept of time, and I don't have a concept of how far he's gone because I can't see it. Right. Now, I know that other tattoo parlors, if they're doing a back tattoo, there's a mirror. They'll put a mirror okay. up so you can see. No fucking mirror. There's no mirror. So I'm like, all right, you know, Dana, Dana's going to be able to, you know, kind of navigate this. That's fine. So I'm laying there. And the thing about it is the tattooing didn't bother me. I mean, I'm got 10 of them so i'm yeah. at this point i'm used to being tattooed so that wasn't what was bothering me. what was bothering me is when i woke up kind of kind of woke up my fucking neck was fucking killing me and my jaw was so tight from how i was laying that i yeah. could barely move it it was like i was this is like this is bad so i i, I kind of wait for him to get done with something and i said is there any way i can move over to my side well he doesn't understand fucking word i'm saying all he wants is no you need to move here so i can have the easiest access to your back. So I am in the most uncomfortable. I mean, imagine like laying on your back, on your stomach, but having to lift your head up for five fucking hours. It's, it sounds like, uh, what is it? The, the yoga move Cobra. I'm, it's for, exactly yeah, what it was. Yeah. And it was just, it's, it was extraordinary uncomfortable. Extraordinary. And at one point I'm like, and Dana, Dana's like, okay, I can't sit and watch him do this. Cause you know, and I get that. So she goes and sits down in one of the big comfy chairs. At one point she comes over and I'm like, so, and I feel like we've been, I mean, we've been there for two hours. So my brain is saying, this should be pretty close to the end. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's been fucking working for two goddamn hours. And I said, so where are we at? Where are we at? How, how far are we gone? And she says, you know, 30, 35%. I'm like, we've been here two hours and he's only done 30% of this fucking tattoo. Michael oh fucking Palmer did, did a tattoo almost the same size, like an, an hour. What, what the fuck is this guy doing? Jesus. Well, so we go through another... I mean, basically three hours later, we get the five hour mark and he's like, I'm done. And I sit up and Dana comes around and immediately goes, oh, no, well, you need to connect these stars. These stars aren't connected. And, you know, the hand. And so she's trying to fix things. Well, I'm fucking done, man. I've been laying on my fucking back with my head elevated for fucking five hours. It's not even the tattooer. I'm just fucking tired, man. I can't I can't lay back down on this fucking thing again. So, so Danny sees, she senses like a good wife that I'm fucking done, you know? Yeah. So he fixes a couple of things and then she takes a picture of it and she shows me on her phone. She goes, what do you think? And I look at her, I go, well, that's all right. Oh God. And so you can see we're both really kind of like, what the fuck? Oh God. So. Now, no regrets. That's well. This is the thing. This is the thing. Is so she goes and 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 what she'd interpreted is that like the tattoo she paid a hundred dollars for the thing, tattoo was going to be about three hundred dollars, right? No, no. It was by, it was hourly. So this motherfucker who I'm telling you, there is no fucking chance that his Instagram that those tattoos were tattoos he did. There's not a fucking chance. 
because I see my ta- I've seen my tattoo, and while so, quite a bit of it is quite good, yeah, the boy looks like he's got a fucking stump arm and he looks retarded. Oh, so there's some problems Don. with oh, there's some no. problems with the little boy. The the like the body, the uniform looks great. There's some nice shading and stuff like. There's a lot of really amazingly cool elements. The stars look pretty good. Everything looks pretty good, but the boy's arm looks like he's got like a fucking gimp arm. Oh. And his eyes are fucked up. So there's no fucking way this is the same artist that did this fucking beautiful textured rose or this goddamn fucking gothic nun statue. There's no way, right? So, so, wait, I realized he, so his Instagram has humans. These like he, he, has bu- he has people. Yeah, these beautiful so it's, tattoos. It's not just still life of, or I don't know if a rose is still life, but it's not just. No, it's like it's like he, it's everything. He can, he can do human form, like. Well, no, he or can't. According to his Instagram, a, I don't believe for a second. So Dana sure, did a research, sure. but I think this guy. Because the thing about it is, yeah. and that's why I told her. Is I said I feel a little bit like I got a haircut from a student barber. Yeah. You know, because I watched how everybody behaved oh. around him. So it's like, okay, so Dana, oh, but, but to add insult to injury, then they explained to her. She paid $800 for this thing because he charged her by the hour. Well, is that, is that including fucking, is that including the 100 she put down? Yeah, 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 that's including that. So it's an 8 8 He took well, he took $100. 5 fucking hours to do a tattoo that should not have taken 8 or 5 hours. He took 5 hours to do a tattoo that probably should have taken him 2. But it was 5 hours and I'm convinced that what he did was he got started yeah. And he started doing it, and then he fucked something up, and he went, ugh, how do I fix this? So that's a half an hour of him trying to fix it. And then he fucked something up, else up, oh, and he went, God. oh, how do I fix it? So this is so she basically fit, paid for him to learn how to do a tattoo yeah. on me, which is fine. You know, again, so, well, but it's guaranteed. Well, back. Well, no, oh, this is the thing no, is, no, the thing is, it's guaranteed. They were very clear. They could see that Dana was really not very happy with it. I was just too, I was like, I, I can't. I got no more energy for this yeah. shit right now. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to go smoke a pipe and I'm going to sit down. So she's paying it. But they could sense that she, the guy that owned the shop came over and was like, everything is guaranteed. Once it heals up a little bit, you can come in and for free, he will fix anything you need fixed. So we're going to take advantage of that. How can you, f- and I, don't, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know like how bad it is, well, but how the do thing you fix is, these permanent things? It's not like you can just easily erase a well, tattoo. Well, what you, what, what you do, no, you use white, you use white ink. You use white ink and you kind of, you, and there's a plenty, there's plenty he can do. He can fix everything that's not working. So Dana you, you story, feel confident that it can be fixed? I know it can be fixed. There's okay. not even a question right. in my mind. I know All I right. can, fit. Okay. I don't know if I trust him to fix it, but. He's oh, free, so not. that's what he we're going to do. Well, no, the thing is, he has to do. Fucking we're crazy? not paying another. Dana's not paying another dime for this tattoo, so he's going to do it. But what we're going to do is, we've got a picture of the tattoo. This is the thing. She shows me the picture of the of the oil skin, you know that mm-hmm. that he put on me. Right? If he had done that, this would be fucking rad. Because it was gorgeous, like the line drawing with the thing that he had originally said he was going to do. That's how I. That's why I believe he fucked things up and tried to fix them. Right. Because if you look at the skin that he put on me, that he was going to trace, you know, that he was going to fill in, it's beautiful. Now, I it's it's been almost three years, two and a half years ish since my last tattoo. Uh, I ve- I, I I thought that they put. The the onion skin on there like like a stencil, 
Yeah, well, that's what they do is they put the they put they do juice ship. You put the onion skin in, they pull it off, and it's already pre-inked. And you just so tr- they're, they're just tracing uh, essentially. That's that's all. Well, all we're doing is just filling in, filling it in the yeah. lines that are there. And if he had done that, this would be we would walk out of there just like both of us just fucking thrilled. So how in the but fuck he, do you if you've got if you I just think, have to fill in the blank or just well, trace the lines? How I do think you he was tracing up? the lines and he and fucked, he fucked things up. up. Okay. And right. then he had to try to fix it. And in the process of fixing it, they made one hand look like it was a fucking elephant man hand, and then, you know, this kind of stuff, yeah. right? So, Jesus. but that's the thing is, so we we, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't have the energy to go to Hugo Cellar. I, yeah, I just don't. I'm fucking tired. And so I go out and I have a cigarette or not a cigarette, a pipe. Yeah. And I'm sitting there smoking my pipe, and then I realize, no, we got to save the evening. Let's go to let's go to Hugo's. Let's we've got our reservations. We, we're going to be there in plain time. So we get in the car. I said, let's go eat. Let's go eat a really nice meal. Yeah, and as we're driving, Dana confesses that she feels like throwing up, and she doesn't feel like eating. And I've been on a nice meal with my wife to celebrate a special occasion when she's not in the mood to eat, and I'm not doing it. So we came home. Yeah, we ate some. I tried to make some bean soup with <laughs> rice in it. In well, no, I I put it in the crock pot. I put it in the crock pot. Well, that makes and, it better. That's... And I put too much rice in there. That's not bean soup. That's bean stew. Well, no, it wasn't even stew. It's basically the most brilliant burrito filling because it was just like paste. <laughs> it was just like fucking because all the water. Fuck, you, you know. just gave me diarrhea. I, yeah, I no. have diarrhea and I'm just so, listening so to that. we ate that and drank some beer and we talked it through and, and, and she was kind of feeling like she'd done something wrong. I was like, no, no, you did everything right. You know, and really the only thing we could have done in that situation was at the there were two moments where both of us, one, one, she was feeling it, the other, I was feeling. It. Either one of us could have said, "Yeah, this doesn't feel right. This is going wrong." Yeah, but we didn't because you know the guy, it, the tat. You got to understand this tattoo parlor is beautiful. Okay, it's so that's gorgeous. the thing. So Dana texted it's me as gorgeous as we were looking at this, this decrepit but potentially beautiful home in Evanston that we, yeah shouldn't afford and couldn't you know whatever uh dana sends me a text saying uh halls on the table and a picture of you on the table yeah and my first thought was god his arms are fucking amazing (laughs) thank you but after that i went oh my god that place is fucking gorgeous are you in a ballroom what that's the the thing is it's a really beautiful and and you look at the other tattoo artists and i mean the guy across me while i'm laying there there's a guy doing a a a a portrait of edgar Allan poe on some guy's calf and it's weird fuck it whatever but it's gorgeous it's so detailed it's beautiful so i'm thinking all right we're in the right place yeah everything about this place was a thousand percent the right call but Mario was the student barber. Well, it it looks like I mean it from the picture. I mean, it really like it looked like it's gorgeous, like tin, like gorgeous tin ceilings. Yeah, like, that were like gold lame or something. I'm and telling like, you, it's a beautiful shot. Uh, chandeliers, I like crystal chandelier. I mean, it looked and, fucking and the amazing. Thing is, I said, if I oh were my god, that place. And Dana said, part of what we're paying for is the atmosphere. That's why I wanted yeah. this place. And, and the, I said, and yeah, but how's it, how's the artist? And she goes. Uh, what, oh, fuck! My, I'm using my phone to record, but it's just yeah. something like uh, I feel like I'm I'm walking him through. So it was something like, and I I didn't get it yesterday when she was texting it to me, but now you this get it. Full story now. Oh, yeah. I, if it were me, I'd have I'd have fucking pulled up and out. Well, that was the thing is is, and I think both Dana and I were in that place where 
you know, I she was trusting Mario to do because she again she'd seen yeah, his portfolio. I mean, there's evidence and yeah, she was trusting evidence, Mario yeah, despite sure, sure. the fact that this is an artist that didn't draw a fucking thing, didn't draw yeah. anything. Everything was rendered on a, an iPad badly. So she's trusting this artist but the based onion on what skin, she does. Where did the onion skin come from? He basically rendered it from his iPad thing, and, but, and, and that looked, was good. Oh, dude, it's gorgeous! Okay. I'll, I'll right. send you. I'll, I'll send it to you because I mean, it really looks. It's it's exactly the tattoo, with the exception it's not a baby; it's a little boy. I mean, one of the other things we got to get fixed is that the little boy has blonde hair. So basically, I have the Hitler Youth on my fucking back. Say, I, like, I know. I got that's the fucking Aryan boy in a conch I got shell. little. Yeah. I got little Donald Trump on my fucking back, oh, and that's that. We're not. Fuck. We're not going that direction. Like, we're not going with that. You're like seven presidents removed from. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're not. We're, we're uh, gonna. Roger we're gonna Stone make him put, here. We're gonna make him put brown hair because <laughs> I have fucking brown hair because the baby didn't have any hair and they put blonde hair on it. So we're gonna fix that. I mean, there's some stuff that's gonna be fixed. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's the thing is, and, and then there was a, a point where I was like, well, I mean, the, the point where I went at one point, I looked at her and said, we don't have to do this today. We do it later if you want. And you know, she was like, all right, no, we're already in this. So yeah. it's like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. The only point where I was like, okay, something's wrong. I was already two hours in the chair. And when she said 35% of it, I went, Oh God, this is a problem. I mean, yeah. I went, this is a problem. It should not be taking this long, but I'm not going to get into a tizzy because he's already done 35% of the fucking tattoo. What the fuck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You got to get done. Right. So ultimately one of the things that we've noticed is that since we've looked at it, you know, at the, at that initial moment, since we've looked at it, it's actually a pretty cool tattoo. There are several things that desperately need to be fixed, and we're going to get them fixed. Yeah. Because she dropped $800, and she has to look at it every fucking day of her life. That's a lot of fucking money, man. Well, it's a lot of money, and she has to look at it every day, so let's fix the things, right? When she's pegging you, yeah. Yeah. And so that is the story of the anniversary tattoo, and then we came home and ate bean and rice paste and beer. (laughs) And so that was my anniversary. Uh... <laughs> Here's the thing, kids. Isn't marriage grand? I, 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 I long thought about getting a tattoo, but I was like, ah, I don't know. And it's permanent in my body. Like, I don't know if my body is a tattoo body, you know, like if this is the right canvas for it, but then you, uh, I mean, fuck it. Peer, you, I, you I peer, peer pressured, pressured you. the shit out of me into it. I totally peer pressured you. You got and one, and you're happy with it. So I'm totally it worked out happy well. With it. Yeah, and it, yeah. it did work out for the best. Um, and that was February, your birthday, February 2018, because yeah. it was right before Harry was born. Uh huh. Um, and since then, I've been I've been gunning for a new one. Yeah. Well, I'm saying have. Katie, absolutely design it. And there's and the benefit. Mike, and have Michael Palmer fucking do it. So that's the thing is Dana's got these great, I don't know if they're great stories, but you know, she's told me that I think all of her tattoos are from different well, artists this is the thing. or the majority it, of them. And, and that's what she and I talked about. It was we talked because of course with this interesting tattoo experience, we talked about that kind of thing. And she's got... She's, you know, she just, it's just who Dana is. And mm-hmm. she doesn't like to go to the same bar fucking twice. She right. wants to always experience the new thing. And I love that. I love that idea in theory for a tattoo. Because I, I love it for almost everything else. 
Well, I love like, it in theory, except for that my tendency is I like to land someplace and stay there. That's just kind of how my, you know, it's like I like I ate at the fucking Lincoln restaurant every Sunday for like five, seven years. Every fucking Sunday. Yeah, I, mean, I like routine and tradition is good, but also if I'm, you're going to get, if you're going to trust one to ar- an artist to put yeah. shit on your body that's for the most part permanent, without, yeah, you know, without well, and a this whole the thing to is, do. The whole idea of and you and you've said that a couple times. Let's see, it's, it's a it's a it's a tattoo. It's permanent. Well, the thing about it is we're not fucking permanent. So the tattoo's only as permanent as we are. Oh, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Don't no. But don't I'm saying extend this into anything I'm further saying, than the afterlife. No, I'm saying that once this body gives up and I die, the tattoos aren't going to fucking matter. Oh God, shut the fuck up. You know what we're talking about when we say I, it's permanent. Stop. Well, it's just it's just stop. It's not permanent. It is leased God. until I die. And while you die, while you're dying, because when we're born, we're on our way to death. <laughs> you're stuck with this fucking tramp stamp of a fucking Nazi Boy Scout jerking off with his the fucking thing nub is, arm. Number one, he's not jerking off. Number two, we're going to fix the Aryan hair. Um, number three, we're going to extend some of the blue stuff so it doesn't look like some kid with a fucking blue crayon traced around it. Because that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, I can get um, Harry to draw your next tattoo if you want. Actually, that's a fucking idea. That's a brilliant idea. Have Harry draw your tattoo. Okay, so I have three tattoos in the hopper right now. So I, I got the Eddie tattoo. Yeah. Because um, Eddie died in October 2017. Uh, 2018, February yeah. 3rd, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 February 3rd. Um, we went, because was, it was actually your birthday that we, day, we right? actually yeah. We actually recorded it, and it's on one of the eight casts. Yeah. So yeah. I got that one, and then ever since I've been and like, we, and, right, we, and we recorded your grandmother's reaction to seeing it. I know. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Nani. Yeah. That was so cool. My fucking dad totally ratted me out, that motherfucker. Yes, for he those, did. For those so of you, real quickly, it. for those of you who haven't listened to that episode or won't go back to listen to it, tattoos in my family are not a big thing. My brother, Stephen, my baby brother, he's got a shitload of them, and like the family was kind of like, ew, gross, icky, ugh. And in the Jewish religion, if you get a, if you get a tattoo, is it a religion? Is it a religion? Uh, it's an excuse to be in the movie business. Okay, when you say in the Jewish religion, my my my, my is it really a religion? I don't know. I don't know. But like, there's this. There's not really there's a this god, is there? Thing. There's this thing that exists. <laughs> That if you have a tattoo, you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. That's like this. I don't know, like how official it. What's official rules in religion anyway? But well, and you also can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you've eaten Chef Bayardee. But that's a whole right. different yes. thing. Yes, there's a whole. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of lists. There's a lot Very of rules. Strict there. Uh, yeah. So no bowling shirts. But like this idea. <laughs> find me, find me a Jew outside of my family that has fucking bold. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's just like anything it's, 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 bold. Anything it's over two hundred. You won't exactly find them. not you exactly. Will not you bowled over two hundred. You cannot be buried in a Jewish cemetery. That's just kind of how it the works. The first time I bowled at two hundred, my dick got bigger, and you know why? Because the skin grew. You back. were a gent. Because suddenly you were yeah. a gentile. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was terrified that like I didn't want because my brother Stephen. I was like, all right, should I tell Nani? Because they're going to see it at some point when I wear short sleeve shirts. He goes, "Don't tell Nani. Hold hold that shit as long as you can." 
She'll and find out. And my dad outed me. I was wearing a totally suit. Fucking totally ratted you out. I know. He goes, we were in an event. Well, it was this whole, yeah. I don't want to read the whole story. That was the thing where you won the list. That was the thing when you won the Lissiger yeah. Award. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he that's ratted, so funny. He, my dad ratted me out. And Nani, thankfully, was like, oh my God, that's so cute. And, well, that is, was what I thought was so funny was that I, I realized this was happening. So I got out my, my, my microphone. And I yeah. went, okay, I'm recording your grandmother's reaction to your tattoo because this is priceless. So I like that moment. That's a really nice moment in the Apecast. But the, the the tattoos that I want to get now are like in in the hopper are, and I've wanted this for a long time. Is the wheel and anchor? Like yeah, the, yeah. The you've been thing. talking about that. Yeah, you've been talking about that. And I will acknowledge that earlier in this podcast, I did say that anchors are lame. When they're you did when they're people who you know, wait. fucking hang out at airport gates for nine hours. If yeah, well, that's why. The airport. But that's why. But that's why you don't miss the fucking plane, jackass. But that's why I want the tattoo because there's the wheel. That's the Dana that steers and lets go uh-huh. places, right? And then there's the Don. That's the anchor who's boring as fuck and shits himself. Now, now wait a minute. Let's back up. How can I be the boring as fuck anchor and punk rock? Because I'm not. I'm both things. I'm the anchor and I'm punk rock. So fuck off. There's a few punk rock bands that are pretty boring, or punk rock kids that are pretty boring because they're just they're only into name one. Uh, a boring punk rocker that's not. I would argue nine hundred years old. I would argue, with all due respect to their success and their Im- influence, and I I I, on, I do mean this. Like I do respect their influence on on the scene and the music and you know the whole zeitgeist of of, of punk. Ugh, I hate that I said that. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah, 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 bougie. Uh, Green Day. Green Day is not punk, but they were. There was no, a time they were when never they were, punk. They, they there was the never ones, a they point. They were enough. There is never a, a point that Green Day was punk. They were. No, they've always been pop punk. They That's came not the out same of, thing. They came out of the punk scene. They've never been punk. I'm sorry. Punk is '80s bands only. Oh, come on now. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. If you weren't an 80s punk band, you weren't punk. I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm quickly going through the Rolodex of, I mean, uh-huh. I, I can't you make can it, be I can't argue it right now. Punk I light I could and prepare pop an argument. punk, I could but maybe, you cannot be punk. I'm sorry. I could punk maybe is... prepare an argument against that, but right now I can't, I, I can't. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, right. I think, so the, the wheel and anchor um, you know, which is like the meaning behind it, right? Is this, sure. you know, uh, steer, be free and go anywhere with the steering Sailing wheel, but also find your place. Takes me away to where I don't want it. Did. I don't want the wheel and anchor to look like if you if you like Google wheel and anchor tattoos, it all looks like they all look yeah. the same. Yeah, and I don't want that, and I kind of want to keep an aesthetic of like the simple line drawings that are the the Eddie tattoo, which Katie designed. I would like to suggest that whatever anchor you do, make it look more like an anvil and put Acme on it. Well, I, I've thought about that. I thought about just doing like a stick figure scene of of uh, the coyote and the exactly. anvil and the and the roadrunner on my back, though. Yeah, I like that. That's so there's a good that. Look. So Katie, I, I've I've, I've drawn that one out. I've designed it, and then I gave it to Katie to because she's a designer, so she can create this thing. Yeah. And she can fix it and clean it up a bit, and then we'll give that to Michael over yeah, at Great Lakes Tattoos, and he'll just print it out and just and trace just it, trace up. it, motherfucker. Yeah. It's simple, 
but that's the other thing is that I I've thought about Dana's approach like I should do it somewhere else but I trust Michael no if you go someplace else you're gonna go to you're gonna go to deja vu you're or uh the strip club no no uh now I can't even think of what it's called it's over in you uh, want a on tattoo? North Avenue how about titties times two I don't know okay. it's 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 on North Avenue because that's where I got six of my fucking tattoos and I went in Every time I would go in, okay. it's Deja Tattoo or, or Dave. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't yes. remember what it's called. Okay. It's yeah. been so long. The one on but North and Ashland? Yeah, yeah. North, north, right next to Quimby's. That looks like. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. my okay. mom and I got our tattoos. And what I the commitment okay. that I made is I would go in and whatever artist was willing to take me, that's what I would do. Mm. So it was all by different artists. And then I have two done by Michael. Which is the ape and which one else? The oh the um, and, the, and the ever the breath wings, every yeah, breath you take yeah, yeah every breath you take, um, and uh, and then this one from Mario the non non English speaking the uh, the non tattoo artist you know the student barber and uh, he'll fix it I, the thing is I'm not worried about it because I've looked at it since then I yeah, I wouldn't like, have I, him fix it I would have his I, like I would no, say no, I, can the I thing speak is, to I the manager. Well, no, we've already talked to the manager. Dana already talked to the manager, and she's already had an email exchange with the the receptionist, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. But that was the thing. I looked at it again today, because after our initial reaction, I looked at it again today and did my own selfie of it. Like, I took a picture with my phone with the selfie stick so I could kind of really look at it. And it's way better than I... My initial reaction was probably flavored by all the Sturm und Drang of them trying to construct it. The fact that it looks... It does not look much like the actual rendering on the uh, onion skin. I mean, it's got it's it's significantly different from that. Yeah. Um, you know, I looked at it and went, okay. On the balance, there's only maybe three things that need to be actually fixed, and they're actually pretty easily easily fixed. Mm, okay. So it's not like it's a loss, and I actually think it can be fixed very quickly and very easily. Yeah. Um, And what we have to do, and Dana's got the idea, is that we're going to take the picture of it once it's healed up, and then we are going to pull it on my fucking iPad, and we're going to take my fucking iPens, my Apple Pencil, and we are going to fix it the way we want it to look. Okay. And then we're going to print that out, and we're going to give it to him and say, that's what we want. Just trace this shit. Just fucking do that that shit, and anything else, we're going to fucking take your balls, put them in a big, thick rubber band on there, and snap them off. Okay? That's fair. So how about you do this? And so I think he'll get that done. Because he doesn't speak English, but he's got eyes. So I, I have, think that I have work. always, since we got the tattoo, since we got the, mm-hmm. the in 2018, I've, I wanted to make it an annual thing for us. But then you yeah. fucking left me and went to Las Vegas. Went to Las Vegas, sorry. But then you were going to come back in April and we were going to do tattoos. We were going to do in April, April and then, then the COVID, COVID happened. So I, I, Vincent I want to Truman get... said the funniest thing because I put on there that we were you know I put the pictures on Instagram yesterday. It was like ah oh, we're at this tattoo parlor and uh, Ursula Pinsky was like hey is it, what are you redecorating? I said no I'm getting a tattoo in you, memory. You're kind of, of redecorating, redecorating. Yeah, your, your but in in, mem- in memory of Chicago and Vincent yeah. Truman says what's the tattoo? Just fuck you. <laughs> I mean I. Which I thought was pretty funny because that definitely says how he feels about Chicago. Well, it's interesting because I, because I think about this a lot. Is what because 
I just I want to get tattoos. That's the thing. Is yeah, like, I just want to get them. So like, the oh, I'm going to get more now that I we've wanted. broken. Now that we've broken the birthday rule, I that's yeah. one thing Dana doesn't understand. Once the we broke the birthday rule because everything has been on my birthday except for this one. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of opens it kind of opens up the floodgates, and I was looking at my I was looking at my calves. I'm going, hmm, that's some yeah. real estate. That's some that's some tattoo real estate. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I kind of want to keep it mine on my arms, but again, I want to keep it simplified. But like the the wheel and anchor will go on my right arm, where where, yeah. Eddie, where the Eddie tattoo is. Yeah. There's another one that Kate and I were joking about because I I love frozen pizza, Jack's frozen pizza. That's my okay. fucking jam. David, you're not getting a Jack's frozen pizza tattoo. No, no. I will not allow it. No, but what I'm going to get because because I've important. seen those guys with like I love Apple no. more than most people, and I've no, seen no, no. guys with fucking Apple tattoos, and I want to beat them to death. I want to beat stick. the fuck out of them, or I want to beat the, the fuck out of them when, with bears tattoos, or like just, just you're like, committing no, no. a little too no hard. No franchise. Be yeah. be more original in that. What I want to get, what, and Kate, this is Katie's idea, is not the Jack's logo or a pizza logo or anything like that, but four twenty five. Because that's the setting on the oven that you cook, and you do it in like the digital, like with a line break, and just like really small, but like on my left wrist, so my watch covers it up most of the time. And I go, "That's hilarious," and small enough that it would always be funny to me, because I can't see a world where I won't love Jack's Pizza, and it's so obscure and weird. I actually approve of that. I mean, I'm thinking right. about it. I'm like, no, that's exactly why you get a tattoo. That's exactly why you get a tattoo. It, like, commemorates, uh, it commemorates a thing that either reminds you of something you love or reminds you to be a better person or reminds you of something. That's why this is a Chicago tattoo. And what yeah. I love about Dana designing it is she designed it because she's going to look at it, but it is still my... It's, and it's not like my tribute to Chicago because no. that thing is like Vincent's like, oh, yeah, what's it say? Fuck you. No. The thing about it is, while Chicago and I kind of outgrew each other, um, I can't say that my 30 years in Chicago were anything but wonderful. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first six thing is I want you to... I want you to go to Hulu. I've got a lot of things. I want you to go to yeah. Hulu. And I want you to watch Woke. On See, Hulu. the thing is, I don't have Hulu. I've got every fucking other streaming service. I'm not going to pay for Hulu because you're going to watch ads, and I don't want to watch fucking ads. Nah, man. Woke. It's, so tell me about Woke. It's worth it. So Woke is, and give me a second to look this shit up. Uh, woke Hulu. Sort of like you looked up the Chicago Stars. I did not look up the Chicago Stars. That's why I didn't have the answers. Yeah, you thought about it. I shut the fuck up. All right. Uh, <laughs> so woke is, uh, it's a it's a weird comedy. Um, it's about this black this 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 black guy who's a comic artist uh, who writes this comic book called Bread and Butter, and he's he's it's it's picked up like pe- people are loving it and it's about to go. It's he's gonna get syndication. He's gonna make his life. They're gonna you know make T-shirts and all this other shit. Like he's he he hit it right. But in the pilot, he meets these these people, these black people that are like, you're speaking truth because bread is, is not good if it's too burnt, if it's too dark. And if it does get too dark, we have to 
spread it with white butter to make it light. Like there's this weird, you know, shit. Ah, oh, Jesus. never noticed it. And it's funny because they pick at this shit, but it's funny because he never noticed it, but then he does and his brain starts to like click and he notices all these weird, terrible things that are both good and bad about being woke. It really is a... It's a dig against the woke and it's a dig against all the things that the woke in the right way sh- should be fighting for, you know? All right, I'm going to watch it. I, I will figure out how to watch it. I don't have to get Hulu to watch I, it, but I'll, I, I'll figure I, it away. I can't list yeah. the whole the, the cast, but it's really well casted. It's it's very funny. It's very smart. It's very interesting. Uh, and it's from the point of view of woke from a black person who isn't woke, who then becomes woke because his black friends are like, oh, you need to be woke. You're woke now, brother. You can't let this shit lie. You're gonna have to live with it like the rest of us. All right. So it's, All right. it. I think it like it takes, like the, the the white woke feminist that you know proselytizes too much or whatever. You know, your wife, and, your wife. Sure. Uh, yep. And anchors it, <laughs> anchors it in a in a black man. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's it does a really good job of of hitting the the moment that we're in right now. All right, I will look for that. My my first thing is a watch, and it's not nearly as interesting or socially relevant. Um, but it's what if it, it posits the question: What if a quadriplegic who dies gets an ancient angel's halo put in her back? And joins a cult of demon fighting nuns. It is on Netflix. It is called Warrior Nun, and it's got one season. And it's 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 way more fun than I thought it was going to be. It was sort of like watching uh, uh, what the fuck, Teenage Bounty Hunters, where I was okay. like, yeah, this <laughs> this is probably not going to be my thing. And I watched an episode or two, and I went, oh, this is fucking good. It's very good. Right. It's a lot of fun. Warrior Nun. I highly recommend it. It's, it's. I mean, it just. It's. It's sort of like. It's like Buffy. It's like an updated Buffy the Vampire okay. Slayer. Demons. She's got a halo in her back. It's an angel's halo that gives her all these powers. Oh, those it's halos cool. get complicated, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun. My next thing is. It's another watch on Hulu. It's uh, season two of Pen Fifteen. God damn it! I gotta get Hulu then. Fuck. Hulu, I mean, there there are, the ads are there, and you, I think I think you can pay to have no yeah, ads. Yeah, exactly. That fucking pisses me off, because I don't have to pay for no ads on Netflix. I don't have to pay for no ads know, on here's CBS. Thing, God, is like, Fuck you. Oh, God, we have to watch advertising. I hate ads. Like, I, I know, hate ads. But we spent most of our lives watching ads. Just fucking yeah, watch Yeah, that's why ads. I'm done. I'm done watching it. ads. I'm done watching ads. They're bad. They're not creative. I hate them. All right. Well, they are creative. Some of them are really So what good. is pen, pen what? Pen 15 is about, uh, this is the second season. Uh, it's, how, how do we, it's, oh, God, it's so funny for so many reasons. Because these two women created the show and they wrote it like they're the you know the, they're the leads on the whole thing and they and they star in it and i can't remember both their names right now but they're in their 30s and they play their 13 year old selves so pen 15 is about being in oh you were high, telling me about this last school. year yeah, yeah i think i recommended it for yeah, season yeah. one yeah yeah so season two is here so as a recap they play their 
in their 30s and they play like 13, 14, 15 year olds. Uh, and it's just about the awkwardness and the wonderment of uh, of being in junior high. Yeah, in junior high. And it's, All right. it's smart, it's funny, it's personal, it's true, it's relatable, and it's fucking weird as shit because the so many awkward moments are with this 30-year-old woman, 30-something-year-old woman, and a 14-year-old boy because everybody else in the cast is, is playing the appropriate age. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me so that. So it's just, it's, it's so much fun from like a production standpoint and just a viewer standpoint. It's it's awesome. And that I think right. that, that came out on September 18th maybe, but anyway, it's out there. So check yeah, it it's out. It's out there. Pen 15. All right. My second thing is a read. It is in Rolling Stone is written by Rob Sheffield. It is an article called And in the End. And in the End. It is all about Peter Jackson has been uh commissioned Based on his uh, the World War One documentary that he did when we were young, um, he has been commissioned to take Get Back, which was the very rushed film of uh, about fifty five hours of rehearsal footage that basically most people remember if they remember if they saw it at all. I saw it in Times Square in the fucking I want to say mid nineties hmm. in a shitty little theater in the mid nineties, but uh, Get Back was the the concert film that Phil Spector put out based on, and what even a concert film, it was just like, it's the film that basically said the Beatles broke up because of Yoko Ono. That's kind of, I mean, if you want to know where that mm. myth comes from, it comes from this sort of culled together bullshit footage. It looks like shit because it was filmed on 16 millimeter and they put it out in 35. Peter Jackson, <laughs> I know, terrible. Fucking Peter Phil Jackson, Spector. Peter Jackson was commissioned to actually make a real film out of this. And this is the article that basically tells you that all of the mythos of the Beatles breaking up is not what it's not actually that everything you've heard is kind of bullshit. And here's the real story. So I, I highly really? recommend if you're okay. yeah, if you want to read if you want to because I I read this article, I was thrilled. Some of the, the stuff I knew, some of the stuff I didn't. And in the end. And in the end. Yeah. And in the end. Yeah. So it's called And in the End. It's by Rod Sheffield. It's in Rolling Stone. Latest Rolling Stone. I, I highly Sheffield. recommend it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's great writing. So yeah. Read it. Uh, so my next thing is uh, it's a read. And it's for those of us who have been struggling to write. Uh, two things. Read one, The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien. That yeah, you a, love Tim O'Brien. You I love O'Brien. O'Brien. Love that book. That is a book about writing without yeah. being a without being a textbook about it. And then On Writing by Stephen King. It's a great, great book. Great uh, book. Again, great book. not a textbook on writing, but I mean you, you hear from these from the greats, uh, and they will if you read these things, these two books. Or fuck it, even parts of these books, and you don't want to get up off your ass, close the book, and write your own shit, you shouldn't be a writer, so just fucking give it up. Rock and roll. And that's the long show. No, no. I've got I've got one more thing, Jackass. Oh, we don't care. Yeah, um, I'm not been my third final thing. And that's is a watch. the show. I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. Uh the nuts, the nuts. Uh digitally. No, my nuts the last are about the size is, of gnats. I was They're never not your, a big fan of your big Irish 
fucking wow. soccer balls. Yeah, I was never really a big Shia LaBeouf fan. I I never really thought too much of him, especially you know, kind of went off on his "I'm not famous" and sort of like his. Have I told you my are. Shia LaBeouf story? Not yet, but you can tell me next week. Uh, but I want to tell you is and I watched that's him the on, show. I watched him on Hot Ones, and I went, "Oh, he's fucking funny." He is. I kind of yeah. like him. Uh, he's so he's great. I I decided to watch his. Uh, his bizarre meta experiment in th- in movie, Honey Boy, and Honey Boy is basically a movie about him growing up with his fucked up dad, and Shia LaBeouf plays his dad, plays yeah. himself, he plays his father. Right? Mm-hmm. It is. It's on Amazon Video, and it is. It's fucking brilliant. It's. I mean, it's like fall down like one of the. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it's sad. And knowing that he's playing his dad and the kid that plays him, there are two guys that play him, but one's a little kid, are fucking brilliant. It is a really superb film. So, what, Honey Boy. Honey Boy? Okay. Honey Boy, because that's what his dad called him. It's really, it's just like spectacularly good. I couldn't believe it. I was so glad that I saw him on Hot Ones, which I don't know if we've talked about Hot Ones, Mm-mm. but that's the that's the YouTube interview show where the guy oh, who's yes, one of the best, of yeah. they make them eat hot we wings. We about this, yeah. It's like, and, and I watched Shia LaBeouf yeah. do it, because I, like I said, I, I kind of written him off, and then I watched him do this, and I went, okay, he's he's actually really funny and really self-effacing, and... And kind of cool, and so then I went. All right, he came out with Honey Boy. I want to say he didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Honey Boy, his own father. Honey Boy, really good. Shia LaBeouf is. He is a good actor. He always has been. As a kid on the Disney Channel, like he's always been, really solid. And I. Couple years ago, this is you're going to tell this dog. No, and that's the you're going to tell this. You know, you're going to tell this story next week. I'm going to remind you. A couple years ago, this has been like a fucking. I hung out with Shia LaBeouf, and that's the show. (laughs) Tune in next time for more about Shia Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, be beef. All right, that's the show. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Ape Cast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>